0: Arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo. On 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. Yes,
1: good morning, WKZO news Time 806. And as always, we are powered by coffee. So deal with it. I couldn't get the the guy up. I'll, I'll bring bugs in one of these days. But you know how it is. But uh, yeah, what's up? I, hey. I I've been off cavorting for a week or so, and so I miss out on a lot of fun stuff.
2: Right? Yeah. No, we've been here,
1: but we've had fun cavorting. It was oh, uh, it was it was very good. We good. Uh, saw a lot of the country, and uh, uh, I can now s- check off my bucket list that I've been on I seventy five, otherwise known as the National Interstate Parking Lot. Oh, eight. Stoppages cost us two hours coming back. It was oh, crazy. Wow. I've never, I've never been through anything like that. And the worst part is when you know, normally when you go past a scene like that, and there's something going wrong, you know, it's an accident or there's nothing. I don't know what. Oh happened.
2: wow! <laughs> but yeah. Just... Everybody stopped to look at something on the side of the road.
1: Yeah, I guess. Okay. I don't know what All it right. Was, so.
2: Well, good morning. How the heck are you? I'm good. And welcome to Creative Cafe. Hey, we have a great guest in the studio today, Harry Phillips, Director of uh, Marketing and Development at the State Theater downtown. Good morning, Harry. Good morning. And uh, we like to ask all of our guests here on Creative Cafe, what's your favorite morning beverage?
3: Well, on a day like this, uh, uh, like you said, I- I'm powered by coffee. Uh, bla- yeah, black yeah, coffee, yeah. nothing fancy. Um, it really started as a, as a kid when I was hanging out with my dad. He would bring one
2: thermos of black coffee. You didn't get cream, you didn't get sugar, you got black <laughs> coffee. So. Exactly. Well, I'm right there with you. I've got my black coffee here this morning. So hopefully we'll be powered enough to get through the show today. How long have you been with the State Theater?
3: Um, it's been about three and a half years. Um I started uh, in 2019 in October, and it was <laughs> I was lucky enough to be there five months before the pandemic. You know, got, kind of got my <laughs> got my dream job, okay. and then uh, then oh, by the way, we're we're shutting down. But um, yeah, three and a half, it's gone by so quick. It oh, really I'm sure. has. I'm yeah. sure.
2: Well, you stuck through the pandemic, so yes. obviously there's something great about working there. What do you like about working at the oh, state? God, what's not to
3: like? Uh, there's so many great things. You know, the biggest thing when I. Um, I, I remember going in you know, with, to do the interviews and everything when um, I started talking to Stephanie, our executive director, about the job. It combined so many of my loves of um, marketing, Kalamazoo and West Michigan, and working in the music, live entertainment industry. Um, it was just everything that I wanted. You mm-hmm. know, from from a job, and then we have one of the greatest teams, as far as I'm concerned. I just <laughs> love the team that I get to work with, and Stephanie's done a great job of building a team of people that really complement each other and share a lot of like visions with what we want to do okay. um, in the community.
2: Yeah. So you've been with the state since 2019. 19. Yes. Yeah. So what's your background? What did you do before that? My back Oh, geez. Um, I get
3: I get teased a little bit sometimes at work because I've had a crazy background uh, getting getting to this point, how I put myself through college and everything. But really, um, my marketing background and my West Michigan background is I worked for uh, Channel 3 for years. That's where I started. And I, I started wanting to be on air and kind of w- went into the background and did a lot of stuff in the background. And I, I transitioned into promotion and marketing over there. Um, and I fell in love with that. I fell in love with the idea of Not only the marketing aspect, but working with other clients and uh, creating campaigns for them and Mm -hmm. creating um, these nice partnerships and relationships. And I moved from there to Charter Media and became a regional manager for the state of Michigan there. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then I just, you know, I've hopefully brought some of those skills over to, to the Kalamazoo State Theater.
2: Right, right, yeah. So, uh, kind of immersed in the art scene then, coming over to the State Theater. Yeah, I mean, I've um,
3: you know I've had a band for ten years as well. So it like was a very, um, I don't know. It's kind of like doing what you love as a hobby as a job. Right. You know what I mean? Right.
2: I did not know that about you. What's your band?
3: Uh, It's it's Lisa Can't Sing is the name of the band. We Mm -hmm. uh, just put out our first uh, all original. Well, there's one cover on there, but original um, album in Uh October. So. Okay. Kind of fun. And, and a little trivia there, you know, because I want to give a shout out to Stephanie on this, too. Um, almost all the vocals were recorded in the Kalamazoo State Theater.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So Lisa Can't Sing. How yeah. long have you been with that band? Uh, about 10 years. 10 years? 10. Yeah. Okay. All right. So how old is the State
3: Theater now? Um, we will be turning 96 this oh, July. Okay. And we're, we're, uh, we're already working on our centennial birthday plans. Yeah. 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 So it opened in
2: 1927. Right. So that's um that, that was the era where every city and town in America was looking to build that vaudeville movie entertainment house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that how the State Theater started?
3: Yes, yes it did and actually, you know, one of the the architects who was known um for building those kind of theaters, not only the um you know, the vaudeville style theaters and, and things like that. But the atmospheric theaters is one of his specialties. And that's what, what the Kalamazoo State Theater is. He built it to give you the feeling of sitting outside in a courtyard, oh. which is why we have the stars and the, yeah. the sky and everything. And he built, he built so many theaters in a short period of time, he became very well known for them. And I think he built close to 100 atmospheric theaters. And oh, wow. we are one of 16 that are still left in operation. Oh, wow. OK, um, so we're very fortunate in that uh-huh. sense. Yeah. So is
2: the state the state's not on the historic registry Yes, though. It actually. Is. OK, so that was one of the things that happened during the
3: pandemic. Um, we were added to the National Registry of Historic Places. Uh-huh. And then about six months later, in conjunction with that, we won a governor's award yeah. um, for some of the things we were doing during the pandemic. So, yeah, that was a big, big step. Yeah. Big step. And all these
2: things that I missed during the pandemic, <laughs> all the great things. OK. So what does the programming consist of there at the state now? I know that it, it probably morphed a little bit last couple of years, but it seems like there's a lot more going on now.
3: It has. I mean, like you mentioned, when the theater first started, it was a movie house in Vaudeville, right? right. That was really what it was known for, silent movies. They had the organ, which is still there in the theater. The it's, organ is still there. Uh, it is still there. It's in disrepair, uh-huh. and it's a... You know, we're not 100% sure how much, but probably a six-figure fix at this point. But, oh, okay. um, th- th- you know, they struggled to make the transition, the original owner. There's only been two owners. The original owner struggled to make the transition into the new era of talkies, as they called them. And But when the theater kind of reopened, it became more of a concert hall. And so, you know, our programming consists mostly of – um You know, live music acts, uh, comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we still do classic movies. We don't do first-run movies, but we have our annual traditions like Rocky Horror Picture Show, Uh National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And so, um, you know, we put a lot of effort into those to be – events and experiences so all all of our movies pretty much have like trivia interactive trivia we do costume contests um right well rocky horror lends itself to that right so you let people throw toast and um we do we don't allow people to bring in their own props but we do have prop bags they can purchase (laughs) and and here's the really cool part of what we do too is we partner with the western theater group and they they have a shadow cast Uh uh-huh that dresses up and performs all of the dances oh, and cool. everything in front of the screen along uh-huh. with it. And it's really fun to watch. Yeah. It's really fun to watch. Okay.
2: Yeah. So you do concerts, uh, second run or, or, or yeah. rerun run movies. Yeah, classic, yeah, classic movies. movies. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, I also noticed that there were some local bands that were coming in and coming through. Um, so
3: mostly the local band situation would be, um, openers. We, Mm -hmm. we try whenever a a touring act doesn't have an opener, we always ask if we can add a local opener, which is cool. And we've had some really cool ones over the years. The biggest way that we really try to, uh, support local and again, started out of necessity during the pandemic is our state on the street events, which, um, that was just something we did to, um, one, give performers a place to play. To try to help downtown during a very difficult time, yeah. Um, but th- you know, three—that was something for us to do, and we just couldn't get rid of it once we opened back up and had our day jobs <laughs> back. We enjoyed it too much. Um, so we're, we announced yesterday once again uh-huh. our new lineup. Yeah. Um, it's going to go um, June through October. Mm-hmm. Um, so select Fridays during during mm-hmm. the summer. Um, and we're very excited you yeah. know, to, to be doing that.
2: For people who don't know what State on the Street is, can you talk yeah. a little bit about it?
3: Yeah. So we uh, it, it, <laughs> it started with performers on the uh, marquee, but as we got bigger and bigger bands, we couldn't do that anymore. But gotcha. um, they perform under the marquee in the street. We close down a section of the street from Lovell um, down to Cedar. Um, we put out a patio. We have an outside bar. And the best part of all is it's free. Oh, wow. It's a free event for the public, right? right. Um, so that's the great thing. And uh, people can bring their lawn chairs. They can bring their pets. We have people that come every week and bring their families. And, and what's really cool about it is they don't really care who the artist is. They just want to come See music, right? Right. And and so we really enjoy that, and um, we've got a really great lineup this year. Um, The first night's going to be a really cool one because we have Lady Ace presents, and she has actually curated a whole bunch of entertainment for that night. Where she's got uh, DJ Venus Flytrap, she's Jess Kramer, Ray Shamin, and August. And that's June second, so that's our okay. big kickoff. Okay. And I know you guys have a big thing going on. June yeah, 2nd, art on too. the so, mall is June second, yeah. but
2: that's it's a great it jump starting the arts yeah. for the summer. So it'll be great. You can come down, do a little art on the mall during the day, and then yeah. stick around for. Uh, yeah, so for we'll be doing concert. ours after yours. Yeah, and that'll yeah, be a lot of fun.
3: Um, and then we have Jake Kershaw on July fourteenth. And for those of you who don't know, Jake, he's you know kind of an up and comer from West mm-hmm. Michigan that um, has done some great stuff. In the blues world, playing with guys like Johnny Lang. He sat in at the Kalamazoo State Theater with Johnny Lang. He sat in with Tommy Emmanuel. He opened up for Tusk there. Oh, wow. Um, and he uh, he released a new album last year. He worked on it in Nashville. So that's like a big hitter Yeah, that you can come see for free. For free. Yeah. 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 Um, and he has a great, great band. And then we have Fake Baseball on August 4th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delilah Wilde on September 14th. And then what's really cool this year that we're doing... We're calling it the Battle for Kalamazoo, and mm-hmm. it's a Battle of the Bands, Okay. and that's going to be our last state on the street, and we're actually working with three other venues. We've got Final Gravity, <clears throat> Presidential Brewing, mm-hmm. and Up and Under. They're going to do the initial rounds of Battle of the Bands at their venues, yeah. and they're going to advance three winners to our final night. Uh-huh. So you're going to get to come and watch three bands battle it out. On the last night, and the winner is going to get—they're um, all going to get a cash prize, mm-hmm. but the winner's also going to get um, recording session with La Luna recording oh, right. studios. yeah, over there in that. Yeah, so they've got a little Tucson going, yeah. package they put together uh-huh. that the winner's going to get. So we're very excited. It's some kind of new.
2: Yeah, that's great. Hey, we have to take a, a short break here, but when we come back, we'll continue to talk to Harry Phillips about all of the other great things that are happening at the State Theater.
0: Creative expression comes in all shapes, styles, and forms. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo invites you to get involved in your local art scene. Are you an artist, playwright, actor, musician, or photographer? Do you make your living providing creative connections for others? Or do you engage in artistic expression as a way to fulfill a need to express yourself and share your story? The Arts Council wants to hear from you. For as little as $20 a year, you can become a part of the larger community of your artistic peers exploring resources, collaborations, funding opportunities, and more. As a service organization, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. Please visit our website anytime at kalamazooarts.org, that's kalamazooarts.org. Or stop into our offices inside the Epic Center in downtown Kalamazoo. We can't wait to meet you. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO.
1: WKZO Time 819. Yours again. Let's All give right. you the keys.
2: Yes. I'm Kristen Chesick. From the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, you're here on Creative Cafe, and we're back with Harry Phillips. We've been talking to him this morning about the State Theater, a little bit about his background, and uh, we just finished a great conversation about State on the Street, a wonderful free program that you guys just couldn't let go of post-pandemic, which we are all very grateful for. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So... um, Let's talk a little bit more about uh, the musicians that you book and the singers that you come through, particularly, I think it's tomorrow night, you've got Snarky Puppy coming. Yes,
3: up. yes, Snarky's a, a bit of a fan favorite here. They've come here before. Uh, not only the State Theater, they've played other places. They're one of these really unique bands where um, they started with 10 members and they've had more than 40 members rotate through. You know, They have some core members that are always there, but they they have – they 've won Grammys, I mean they just won one this year, right you know right. I, and they 're like an instrumental band, and they 're really hard to define you know they're they're pop punk funk, soul, jazz you right. know if you 're a musician they're they 're musician musicians, um, and they 've collaborated with some amazing people, and so yeah, that shows tomorrow night, um, and we 're really looking forward to that
2: yeah they've been they 've been called a pop band that improvises a lot yes. without <laughs> vocals, yes. which is uh Pretty amazing. And um, you and I were talking before the show started. Um, we can't think of a Kalamazoo connection, but there have been more than 40 members in that band over the years. Yeah,
3: there very well could be some sort of Michigan-West yeah. Michigan uh, connection. Um, I know that they started out of Texas. Okay. Um, and the, the leader, Michael, is is out of Texas. I don't think he lives there now, but uh, just an amazing band, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you think about the rich music uh, we have here in Kalamazoo, whether it's Western, you know, they have a great music department and mm-hmm. we have the music school here. And I know there's an Edison Jazz Club. Right. So these people are all super excited about this yes. kind of performance. Oh, you
2: know? yeah. Well, and they've been, Snarky Puppy's been here for the Gilmore Festival. They've, Fontana Chamber Arts has brought yeah. them through. So they've been through um, a few times, but I think everybody just loves it when they come back. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement It's a good time.
3: It. That's the kind of show, if you're not moving by by the second or
2: third song, then right. you, maybe music's not your thing. <laughs> you right. Know? Yeah. And snarky puppy's a repeat customer, mm-hmm. um, but you get other repeat customers and big names. So oh. Melissa Etheridge came has come through a couple times. Yeah. The Indigo Girls were just here. Yeah. So well,
3: Goo Goo Dolls a few times. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. So it's they must enjoy playing the state. They must enjoy coming to Kalamazoo. Uh, yeah, I think so. You know first of all what we we hear repeatedly from artists
3: when they come in is in particular the first time but sometimes they've been here several times and they they just can't get over the theater like it's a different (laughs) thing to perform in a place like that Mm -hmm. as opposed to more of a sterile box situation but then you know some of these artists that keep coming back they're getting such great support from from the community um you know as an artist you'd love playing to a full house, you know. Yeah, you know, they, they make money, they get paid, but they right. want to play to that full house. They want to play to an energetic crowd and, and right. we have great we have great fans here, you know, and people who appreciate music and appreciate good talent.
2: Right. Well, and people who probably appreciate not having to drive to Chicago or Correct. Detroit or <laughs> even Grand Rapids, yeah, to see a big yeah. name band in a in in I wouldn't call it an intimate venue, but it becomes an intimate venue, I think, when you're sitting in the space enjoying a yeah, concert. Yeah,
3: I mean, we like to say uh, there's not a bad seat in the house. I think we have one that we consider obstructed view slightly, the <laughs> entire house out of you know more than 1,500 seats. I think the other thing, too, is we work very hard um, to keep the ticket prices in, in a, a very reasonable mm-hmm. place. And when you look at, you know, today at what we we're seeing in the news with Beyonce and Taylor Swift where tickets are going for 350 uh. to $3,000, and, you know, we, we have Sam Laurel coming up, a great comedian. His mm-hmm. tickets are $39. Every seat in the house is $39. Oh, wow. Where can you go see a top-notch national comedian
2: for $39? 39, for $39. $39. Yeah. No. And, and that's... Uh... Uh, testament to the kind of business that you guys are running. I mean, it's, it's definitely a balance between staying open, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and also, but being being able to understand um, kind of what the community will support, Correct. what they're able to support. Correct. So what you know else? What I thought this? was
1: cool. You've had not one but two national comedy specials filmed right here. Oh, yeah. Tim Allen's right. was filmed yep. here, and Ron White. Filmed mm-hmm. his here because I remember the 15 minute yeah. dialogue about coupons. Yeah, in <laughs> the Riff Fest.
3: Well, and you know, not only are we getting these comedians coming in, and and I think Kalamazoo has been lacking for good comedy for a while. Mm-hmm. In a yes. way, you know, we had a great local scene for a while, and hopefully, it's coming back. I know there's several people trying to support it, but when you look at like Nikki Glaser did two shows, not one. Sam Sam Milani uh, or uh, Brian Milani had. Or John Mulaney, sorry, I'm there's a lot too of many. There's needs. too many it's Mulaney. Okay. John Mulaney, yeah. he did two <laughs> sold out shows in November. We have Chelsea Handler with two shows coming up. Um, Nate Bargatze, two shows coming up. So they're not just coming in and doing a show. Yeah, they're doing two shows. Right, you know, which is really cool. Yeah, it is
2: you really know. cool. Um, what else
3: is coming up? Um, so we have let's see. Well, like I said, Chelsea's coming up mm-hmm. right after Snarky Puppy. We have Nate Bargatze. Um, we just announced over the past week a few shows, too, as well. We have Larry Fleet, who's a great up-and-comer in the kind of classic country, traditional country. They really think he could be mm-hmm. a lot like Chris Stapleton, bringing that kind of country back he he's uh, a singer songwriter just amazing um you talked about bands wanting to come back well almost queen who was booked before the pandemic and the show got pushed into 2021 they're coming back because they had such a great time here and we just announced that
2: all right um
3: and then you know we try to partner with a lot of uh Organizations and businesses as well in Kalamazoo and we have a film coming up we're partnering with Out, uh, Outfront Kalamazoo uh-huh. and and they're presenting the film Pariah which a lot of people may not have heard of it but it's a 2011 film that um, got a lot of accolades at Sundance and it's a very it's still a relevant story mm-hmm. today because it's about a, a young girl who has very uh, uh, straight parents that don't understand her you know her you know, coming of age situation, being a a lesbian and things Mm -hmm. like that. And um, it's still a very poignant, story, and and so and it won a lot of awards. So we've got that in June, and we're really looking forward to that as well. And then we've got uh,
2: two announcements next week that you okay. might want
3: to keep an eye on. All right, well. and where
2: do we find those announcements? You
3: will find those announcements uh, a couple of ways. You can follow us on our socials. We always okay. announce on our socials. Mm-hmm. You can sign up for our email blasts, which if you do that, you get the pre-sale codes, and you can get early purchasing on tickets. And then, of course, our website at dot uh,
2: com. Great. I've been talking with Harry Phillips, the Director of Marketing and Development at the State Theater here in downtown Kalamazoo. You guys have been going strong 96 years. Uh, It just seems like it gets better and better each year. So congratulations on that. And thank thank you you for everything that you've done the last few years. Well, thank you. Uh,
3: You know, I have to say you guys have been extremely supportive as well. And we really appreciate um, that. I think that's we need more of that in the community of of us all working together for the same goal. And I love it. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Did you know that Kalamazoo Portage was named one of the top 40 arts vibrant communities in the United States, and in fact, ranked in the top 10 for mid-sized communities by the SMU Data Arts Annual Survey of more than 900 communities? You probably already know that Kalamazoo is a cool place to live, work, and play, and now the whole country knows. Whether you're an artist, an arts organization, a business sponsor, patron, or volunteer of the arts, thank you for all you do to keep Kalamazoo an arts vibrant community. Want to know more about what's happening in the arts right here in Kalamazoo? Just visit kalamazooarts.org to learn about the cool programming of the Arts Council and all of the great events our community organizations have to offer. That's kalamazooarts.org. Now you know. Please join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo.